<laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Duelist 101 podcast. Of course, we've not been gone for weeks. Anyway, happy holidays. We didn't take happy a month sabbatical. We didn't do that. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like us at all. Um, today, we, uh, we wanted to take a break from our Code Break series and talk about something uh, that is just kind of an interesting uh, kind of think around more than anything. Uh, and that is um, the impact of COVID. I mean, we've been in a COVID world, at least in America, for about five years now. And um, yeah, it's, it's been something uh, like that. <laughs> it's been something like that. No, we've been in it about you know a year and a half, two years, and it is um, it's not going away. Um, no, you know, it's, it's definitely here. definitely one of those things that I think all of us wanted to believe that it would be out of here. Uh, so, I mean, I think the point of this episode is to um, talk about uh the impact that COVID has had uh both looking back and looking to how um the world of Yu-Gi-Oh will change as a result of it and I think um I don't know talk about our favorite books apparently but that's what we did before we started recording yeah, so we'll we've see if that conversation so. jumps <laughs> back in <laughs> guys a lot so. of this uh so Yu-Gi-Oh is a trading card game and everything like that and one of the inherent things about card games like ours and that can be things like Digimon, Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, doesn't really matter. Just any type of game like this has some particular requirements that just sort of happen, right? Uh, one of those big things, like you have to interact with your opponent and that kind of thing, and that's pretty important to come up with. But um, we just want to go and introduce, like, why does Yu-Gi-Oh care about COVID? All right, we want to be able to talk about that kind of thing. And so here we go. I guess we're going to talk. Let's Ding. do it. Welcome back to class. So here's the deal. Um, if you're watching the video, it's not that Zach is just like floating there, just his head. He's just wearing a black shirt against a black background. That's all that is. <laughs> right. We, you can see the neck. Anyway, with Yu-Gi-Oh! and COVID, it's one of those things that is, I mean, it's, it's hard to encapsulate everything that it did to the game. You know, um, I think COVID has been both the best and the worst thing possible for this card game. It absolutely has. And just like many other things, it's forced Yu-Gi-Oh! to go and investigate what are the different things that we could do in a modern day and age? How can we make this game still relevant? Because they do make good money off it. Mm -hmm. Right? Konami makes really good money off it. So how in the world are you supposed to deal with that in the face of a world where we can't be close to each other we can't closely interact, right? Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that? And there's been several things that Konami's done really well to make that happen, right? We have remote dual extraction. Please sponsor us, Konami. <laughs> please sponsor, please help me, please. <laughs> <laughs> so like you were saying. <laughs> so they have things like remote duels, which to be honest are actually such a good idea. And 
it allows people to play with each other, especially not having access to a mobile platform yet, which thank goodness February 30th is coming, is that's, Yu-Gi-Oh! That's Master not- Duel. So excited. We'll talk about that more here in a second. But Remote Duels has been the premier thing. But other than that, it's like, okay, I guess maybe I can play locals, but maybe your locals isn't as competitive a scene as you want. Like my locals, we are very chill. Um, I had a buddy of mine playing Monarchs the other day. I played Cubics because it's fun. And just all sorts of stuff like that, right? Where we get to, we care much more about just having fun. And we do a lot more trading usually than we do anything else because they just buy packs because they're coming back to the game after like a 10 year sabbatical instead so with that being the case what what is konami going to do in the near future what can we expect and i don't know mason what do you think about this stuff gosh there's so much i mean i will say remote duels definitely i mean clearly have their pluses and minuses right uh the pluses of course is that it's an avenue uh that works for the time being but Mm -hmm. i think remote duels should have been one of those things that like were understood as a temporary solution and like hopefully um and maybe better refined as it went along um and i mean i i don't think that's like not happened i just think that as remote duels began to play out we started realizing the things that needed to be solved as well yeah you know go ahead go ahead um like you can't see if somebody's cheating every time you know uh sometimes people just don't have the technology set up to make it happen right um the further limiting people from the game um i mean sure there are online simulators but none of them are endorsed by konami but i mean that that's also the beauty of master duel coming around hopefully uh at worst by february 30th i've heard some talk about it being as soon as next week that seems a little wishful yeah optimistic but i mean especially with omicron coming full force like it has been yeah. I wouldn't be all that shocked, especially if it's ready to go and all they're doing is trying to push out how-to videos to make sure they've covered their bases, which yeah. is they've sent out at least three uh, I mean, in the past week, right? Yeah, and just really one after the other. So hopefully we get to see it even sooner than February 30th, but that is a date that we've seen around and beauty of it is it's accessible for a lot of different systems. It's available on Xbox and PlayStation, which is just kind of a funny interaction to me oh yeah oh yeah whereas a lot of people like myself i'm gonna play it on my phone or my ipad all the time yeah right and it's gonna be super fun because now all of a sudden i have something to do at school or something like that other than te- <laughs> no <laughs> but it- hopefully our boss hopefully our bosses are not listening to this <laughs> i i know i use my lesson planning time for planning yeah, if you're one of my colleagues and you are listening to this, you didn't listen to this, but <laughs> word up. Love you. <laughs> but with all seriousness, getting to access that and like the closest competitive store around me is an hour away. And I do not have a job that warrants my ability to drive every single week, even multiple times a week, potentially. 
if I wanted to go play that much, I can't pay for that gas. And the people there love them to death. They're great players, great, great card game players. They also care a lot more about this game than I do. And not to say I don't love this game. It's just they're willing to fork over a significant amount of their paycheck for it. I can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the difference, you know, is uh, especially uh, remote duels kind of provide a good example of this. Um, Just the fact that there are going to be people who will pay to be the best. um, And that's just the reality of the game. Which, I mean, that's part of why we design our show the way it is, you know, with the Code Break mm-hmm. series. Half of our options are attempting to be, like, budget-friendly. Uh, right, like you know, where 10 even, bucks or less for a card, which... Right, where even, could, like, a high schooler could come in and you could have, I don't know, a part-time job uh, or an allowance if you're lucky, and this might be worth investing in. Mm-hmm. But with the with some of these, <laughs> some of these decks, man, it's... I mean, it's, it's got a high price tag and you see it through remote duels. You see it through, like you said, your, uh, some of your locals. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Um, I do think, uh, man, something that COVID has done a number on, I think, uh, are, I mean, clearly the in-person events like YCS, right? Um, yeah. We have uh, lately, anyway, we've got, is it, is it Utrecht? Yeah, uh, Utrecht and uh, Pasadena both being canceled as a result of uh, the um, Omicron. Uh, Omicron. There's no N after the M. Even I know. I, I screwed sure that up last be. time. And it drives me up the wall. And it's not that it drives me up the wall the way you're pr- supposed to say it. It drives me up the wall that it's the way it is. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to use our Greek letters and everything like that. It's what we've used right. this whole time. Right. Right. And I'm probably mistaken. I don't know the Greek language that well. I know a few of the letters. I'm pretty sure there's not an Omicron. There is an Omnicron, <laughs> but I don't pretty think sure. there's an Omicron. Pretty sure. Probably yeah, should like check There's a lot of those in math anyway. Whole lot of them. Yeah. Right. Alpha, gamma, best friends. <laughs> but <laughs> Best friends. <laughs> um, anyway. But yeah, having these massive events uh, that finally seem to be presenting like, oh my gosh, we might just have a shot at in-person play again, uh, kind of being you know sniped out from under us, uh, for, for lack of a better phrase. We, uh, yeah. And I mean, Zach, you, you started to, t- to touch on it a little bit earlier. Um, the fact is that Yu-Gi-Oh! and most other card games are based around interaction and actually being around people, right? Uh, the hope is that you are playing a game in order to build relationships and, and friendships and um, having the opportunity and avenue even to uh, develop those things. Mm-hmm. You take out in-person play and suddenly you don't suddenly, have that anymore. Yeah, it becomes just a mess where like, I, I would not be willing to play this game if I wasn't able to interact with people. Not to say that I am the most extroverted person. I, I happen to be an extrovert. I gain a lot of energy just from being around people a lot of the time. But Yu-Gi-Oh! also happens to be a game where I don't really care if I'm that good at it. Right? I just enjoy playing the game. I think it's fun to interact with people and see what they do and whatever like that. It makes it so much more fun. Taking away the interaction of that, like remote duels happens to not because of anything 
that either player's trying to avoid or something like that. It's not like they're avoiding interaction. It's just over the course of that duel, they have 40 minutes to get in the same Zoom room or whatever type of thing. However, they're interacting with each other, usually through Discord, right? Mm -hmm. They're trying to interact, do their thing, make sure they can see everything and understand what is the opponent trying to do at the same time. And they have to do all that within 40 minutes, right? Yeah, they have I mean, to play through all their games, have to do all the different stuff they got to do. So oftentimes, like, we don't care so much in my personal locals, but if I go over to the one that's an hour away from me, all of a sudden I'm having to worry, okay, let me get through these games, get through these games, and I'll pick up a couple, lose most of them, and I'll just talk <laughs> to the guys afterwards, yeah. right? But up until that point, it's very straight to business a lot of the time and it's not like we don't want to talk to each other it's that we don't have time yeah. right and in tournament play you're you got to get through it and so it remote duels has made it tough and with games like master duel all the interactions are sort of automatic so if you guys wanted to jump in the same discord then you could just kind of talk to your opponent on the way through because all the activations of effects and whatever like that are already showing up on your screen you don't worry about that yeah, I mean, so tell me, what do you what do you think with Master Duel coming out? What do you expect to change for the game? Do you think it will make it more accessible? Do you think uh, we might get an influx of people? I think finally having something like this actually puts us finally on par again with something like Magic the Gathering. Um, many, many card games don't have some online feature. Pokemon is Pokemon Go. Right, uh, Digimon doesn't uh, have... They, uh, Pokemon's got something else, and I don't remember they, what it's called. I can't think of what the name of it is. They yeah, do, have, they do something, have something. do have something. It's, uh, it's so, some online thing. It's, so, for reference point, right, there's sort of the top few game, few card games in the world. And Yu-Gi-Oh! is like third. And mm -hmm. by the day, because of how Yu-Gi-Oh! has ended up being, because of product release, among uh stereotypes about a player base and things like that all of a sudden we're running into issues where we are slowly sort of losing ground as one of those top three big card games the top three being magic the gathering pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yep. all right a lot of people have switched over magic because it seems more fair because you get a chance to play because Yu-Gi-Oh is so different uh pokemon runs by its own rules often a little simpler of a game but one where it's easy to interact with people around you yeah. And some well, I mean, so much of the, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, you're good. You're good. So much of Pokemon, from what I understand, I myself don't play, but mm -hmm. from what I understand of how others have talked about it, um, mm -hmm. you're kind of allowed to do your thing without having to interact, which I think is really ni uh, nice. That is, that's refreshing. And then on top of that, there's newer card games like Vanguard and Digimon, which are like heavily gaining steam. Like Digimon especially, I have seen that all over and so many Yu-Gi-Oh players are switching over Digimon because they like that it feels like a more fair game mm -hmm. as opposed to Yu-Gi-Oh where you try to break a board or something like that and it's hard to break a board if you don't have whatever cards and a yeah. big thing. Yeah, yeah, I think, um, I think too that like, I agree. Yu-Gi-Oh has long suffered from uh, being just behind things like magic and kind of fought against Pokemon. I will say rush duels has been a really positive thing for Yu-Gi-Oh versus uh, Pokemon. Yes, it especially has. It, it has simplified the game so much for everybody. And exactly. And I love, love, love 
that rush duels simplifies the game it also makes it where kids are more apt to join uh in play right. barrier to entry got way lower because right. the game is a lot simpler to play yeah like i will play anybody in rush duels no question uh, i don't have a single card but i will i will figure it out you know absolutely and um, the art I, is I so, so cool. fun yeah right so now now even more people are getting excited about it. i i do think just to get back to the topic of like how's master duel really going to affect everything number one i think it's going to be way more accessible and mm. number two i really think it's probably cheaper to run for konami because all of a sudden all you really need is a good server base and konami is also <laughs> i went on the main website of konami a few times and they're also like a casino business and stuff like that yeah they, they have <laughs> just a ton going random on. right <laughs> so all they really need I'm going to say all they need, knowing nothing about how the computer technology behind it works. <laughs> um, but all they need is a big enough server to make sure everyone can play. Yeah. And yep. all of a sudden, find a place, yep. get some Wi-Fi, sit in a McDonald's parking lot. You got options, right? That's and right. That's right. You can play this game and everything like that. And yep. so I think Konami is going to actually push a ton of support behind Master Duel. They'll start going and they'll be more inclined to test different cards and card interactions yeah. on that game. Um, it'll be really easy for them to have a specific set of judge rules. So mm -hmm. um, judge rulings like may happen in in-person games, non-existent. That's going to save so much time for those people playing in tournaments. Yeah, I do hope that as more people use the app, that the, that the data is somehow tracked uh, to kind of build that library that you're talking about. So a judge can be like, well, how does FA Grand Prix work uh, in this situation? Yeah. yeah. You know, some of these really obnoxious cards, like having Konami just say, look, if you like, see this, this card, punch them in the face. And that's the ruling. I'm <laughs> following they see it. Mystic Mind, we're going to, we're going to follow <laughs> the IP address and send a strongly worded letter with the middle <laughs> finger that just comes up out of the letter. Like this. <laughs> it just, it's an automatic message to their printer that just, holds, <laughs> <it> just... <laughs> oh, so, man. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But I really think it's gonna, I think Master Duel, though there are a lot of people that, will enjoy playing in paper and everything like that. I think Master Duel is going to take over as the primary form of Yu-Gi-Oh because it yeah. will be cheaper to maintain. They don't have to think about it as much. Mm -hmm. And then they can go and sell different rarities of cards that become like the game's top, like yep. Master Duel's top cards or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, man, I completely agree wholeheartedly. And, you know, maybe next time uh, we'll talk about um, the alternative formats and how, I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh! has had a really strong beginning to this year. It has. And even if, like, a lot of people don't like Deckmaster or something like that, which is awesome, fine. Right? I don't care how broken it is. <laughs> it's going to be so busted, but it's going to be so funny. Yeah. Right. And I think it's going to be super fun. What I, what I really hope is that <laughs> even though like you can't really make a ban list for that kind of thing quite yet, I think, um, I, I don't even know. I couldn't possibly think like what would be the best card to use or something. Oh, I'll tell you. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. TG Hyper Librarian is your deck master. 
<laughs> and Blackwing is the Daku. Oh my gosh. If you can draw a million, like if you can draw your whole deck in a turn, all of the Blackwings special summon themselves from hand. I don't know if there's a once per turn. I didn't look that up before thinking this up. It literally <laughs> just happened. I have no But if you can that. special summon them multiple times in a turn, it's over. <laughs> yeah. And you just draw because the effect. Anyway, not the point right now. We'll get to talk about <laughs> alternative formats and things like that. And some that we're enjoying that Konami is doing is number one, they are sanctioning things. And what we mean by that is they are officially supporting whatever's going on. It's not just a random like, hey, guys, remember when Sky Striker was the best deck? Let's play in that <laughs> format. So Striker, Orcist, Geist, all this kind of stuff. And yeah, you don't have to even worry about that so much anymore. It'll be, it's nice that Konami is willing to sponsor something because for a long time, especially over the course of COVID, it feels like COVID what konami was very out of touch with the player base um there was no connection in between the two of them and they cared a lot more about the ocg and the tcg just had to sit here and lose this game that's why so many people moved over to digimon because digimon was selling product at the wazoo um and releasing new stuff and it was cool it was fun everything so yeah yeah i think that's kind of kind of the (coughs) deal so i mean if if we can close this down a little bit um COVID did a major number, but honestly, I think it was exactly what Yu-Gi-Oh might have needed uh, mm-hmm. to catch back up a little bit. Yeah, I would agree with that. And what I'm hoping so badly, I'm noticing a lot more of the new card releases feature targeting. I think there's going to be a major reset in the game coming very, very so. soon. And honestly, I am so glad of it because all of us players that struggle to go and pay hundreds of dollars regularly for this card game access code (laughs) (laughs) access code (laughs) and just all all kind of card like triple tactics talent um or no i'm thinking forbidden droplet just cards like both of them (laughs) yeah just crazy expensive cards that you might get lucky to pull one of them but even then it's like well crap i had to buy a whole box to get this one card that was worth something and i don't know i'm i'm excited to see how this game resets itself um i would like a bunch of old cards on the ban list to come off and i want a bunch of the new cards that have been out at least for a year that way konami gets their profits or whatever and get those put on the stuff that like doesn't make sense to exist in today's game sure yeah um yeah so i mean uh, we'll probably jump back into the Code Break series pretty quickly, mm-hmm. uh, but did want to kind of share this, kind of our thoughts on it. It felt like it would be a good episode for you yeah. guys. Um, outside of that, man, it is back into the swing of things. Zach and I are uh, back teaching it again, uh, hopefully with less stuff. So we'll get these episodes pumped out a little bit quicker Definitely. than normal. I apologize to our uh, faithful <laughs> podcast listeners. <laughs> um Man, uh, we got a lot going on, but <clears throat> a lot to talk about. And I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh is is really kind of beginning to grow again, and uh, it it genuinely feels like that. So, um, Zach, you have anything to uh, say to the class uh, before we're out? <laughs> Nothing really to add. We appreciate you guys that listen and everything like that. We will have more consistent schedule. It should be. We'll be recording 
roughly on uh, Saturdays, and we'll be able to put out episodes by about Monday-ish, maybe push to Wednesday or something like that, just to make sure we have time to make it as good quality as we can. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and those are just our thoughts. We think about the ban list that should be coming soon. Woo! Ban list, ban list, ban list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good one. See y'all.